everyone. Welcome back to Today in Tech. I'm Julia Beauchamp, and I'm here with Computer World Executive Editor Ken Mangus, as well as Mac World Executive Editor Michael Simon. We are live on Computer World's LinkedIn page, as well as on our YouTube channel, IDG Tech Talks. So if you have any questions, comments, thoughts, predictions about what we're going to talk about today, please do let us know either in the comments section on LinkedIn or in the live chat on YouTube. So there's what there's plenty of predictions to be had. WWDC, I know speculation has kind of begun. Um, it, I mean, it'll probably be in June, right? So, what's uh, what's definitely. up with it? it was, that was big guns. Yeah, yeah. It's June sixth through tenth. The, the the keynote kicks that off at ten a.m. on that Monday, which will be June sixth. So Monday, June sixth, ten a.m. Pacific time, is when the keynote will happen. Uh, the things we know for absolute sure are iOS, iPad OS sixteen, Mac OS thirteen, TV OS sixteen, Watch OS nine. Uh, is that it? Did I get them all? I think, I think I that's it. Aren't they also doing it in this bit of a hybrid event this year? I mean, there's the, uh, there's obviously the online thing, but weren't they inviting? It's yeah. I mean, it's it's virtual, uh, but yeah, it's there virtual. is a component where you can sign up to be part of like a small audience that watches it at Apple Park. They used to do that at the um, stores. So way back before they streamed things in 4K and we could watch it wherever we wanted. Um, when the first Apple stores, they actually had like theaters in them, like screens, and they used to not sell tickets, but they would give away space. You know, they would have a, a allotted uh, portion of space where people, Apple fans, could get together, kind of watch it together. You know, marvel at the new stuff, talk about it. They didn't have anything on hand, like it wasn't like watch it with us and then you can test all the new stuff. Like it was just literally just the stream, which right. we, which the public didn't have. Now we can watch it, obviously. So what this seems to be is just a gathering of developers and maybe some students just to kind of have an excuse to go to Apple Park and, and get together. I highly doubt there's going to be any executives there. I highly doubt there's going to be any hands-on component or anything like that. Certainly not press or anything like that. It's just, you know, a fun thing for, for, for Apple fans to do. So, which they haven't been able to do now for three years. This is now the second straight, third straight. Third straight. Third straight, uh, all digital, all whatever, all, all, all online. Is that what they call it? All virtual. Um, uh, WWDC, yeah. Which is, you know, for someone like me, that doesn't really matter because I just want to read this stuff. But if you're a developer, mm-hmm. it's it kind of it kind of sucks because that that uh, event is geared towards you, and you want to meet people, you want to talk to people, you want to share ideas and brainstorm and network and all those things that come with it. And they haven't been able to do that for three years. They're also saving a bunch of money because it's not cheap. <laughs> but uh, it's a bit of a bummer. We were hoping that maybe with, you know, pandemic things easing. But I understand the decision because if they do announce that, okay, we're going to do this. And then there's a spike or the city that it's being held in uh, San Jose. I think if they have a, a, a mandate. A vaccine mm-hmm. mandate, like it gets really difficult. It, it sure. just gets really tricky to do it. That so way. it makes sense for them to say, you know what, we're going to do one more now in September. That's their gig. So I wouldn't be surprised if they do announce press. Uh, I'm sorry, invite press to the iPhone event in September, which will be the first in-person event in three years. Yeah. September mm-hmm. 2019 was the last in-person Apple event. 
Assuming, yeah, assuming, as you say, the pandemic is weighing. You know, it is interesting because when you think about it, Mike, I think you make such a good point about the developers and how, you know, obviously, this we all watch it, even though we're not necessarily developers, but uh, for the developers, the chance to, to mix and mingle, and then there are all those sessions after the keynote mm-hmm. that, go, that used to go on for several days. Well, they still do. They're just not. They have them all. They're just yeah. either virtually streamed or just available as a download. Right. Again, what I meant, though, was it, you know, you hear a lot these days about remote work and hybrid work and how people need to be in the office so they can gather around the water cooler and share tips and brainstorm and all that stuff. I don't necessarily buy that. But in this particular event, you know, this sort of thing, I actually do buy it. I think you're Yeah, well, some people, some I don't need to be around people, <laughs> but some people do. Well, we know you don't. But <laughs> chat with other developers about how to make their apps better. Yeah, sure. It's a, it's a good thing. You know, it's a shame that they can't do that yet. Yeah. I bet they get back to that at some point. Yeah, but I mean, you know, fingers crossed. Hopefully, next year this is all behind us, and well, it's business as usual. But we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So obviously there's going to be, you know, OS updates. Is there any specific, anything specific that you really want to call out that's going to be, you know, especially interesting um, to any of the operating systems or, or what? Uh, Rumors are always not, so hardware rumors are, are much easier to, to spread. Right. Yes. I remember because you got to go through all these channels and production yeah. and manufacturing software is all in house. Like Apple doesn't have to send that anywhere. So things trickle. Like we've heard there's going to be a, a more tweaks to notification, which you could literally say every year, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's one of those things. Mm-hmm. There are some rumors from last year that didn't come to fruition that maybe could, could pop up, but there's not, there's not a lot in the way of tangible rumors right now and they probably won't be well you know dribs and drabs but this is one of the few apple events that's you know that's actually kind of fun to watch because it's really a surprise as to what apple is going to announce i was just going to ask michael one of the things johnny evans has written about this a couple times for us at computer world and he had pointed out i guess there was a uh mark german piece a bloomberg piece about some new ipad multitasking interface yeah I know how you like to rant about iPads yeah. and the multi. It needs it needs it. Do we know um, what that is? Anything? Any no. Idea at all it that? was that's literally all he said. Okay. And that's one of those things that you can write every year because yeah. there, it's not going to be wrong. There will be something Apple either adds or tweaks or changes or moves that German can say. Well, you see, this is what I was talking about. Um, I don't. I mean, he he said it was going to be a new interface, which it is overdue. We've talked about this numerous times. Yeah. The iPad is a is a, a still an untapped, in my mind, an untapped device sure. for so many different things that it could be doing. I mean, it's it's a gorgeous piece of hardware, and with the M1 chip, it's more powerful than ever than anything or any other tablet. I, I mean to say, yeah. but it's still stuck with that iPhone OS interface. I know it's called iPad OS. It is the same thing. It's essentially an iPhone interface. And it needs to break free. And I don't know what that means. I don't know what that looks like. I'm not a developer. I know it's hard. Inter- like we got widgets last year and they drive me nuts because they're <laughs> stuck. They're yeah. stuck in a certain spot. Like we can't move things around. Like can't. And then people will say, well, you need to rotate it. Yeah, I understand all that. Figure it out. <laughs> because <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a $3 trillion company. Apple is. And I feel like there's a way to do this. To get 
to get the kind of, you know, to a middle ground between the Mac and the iPhone that really makes the iPad like a, a, a super desirable device. You know, the question I have, um, I had seen a lot of discussion, and I'm sure you have too, Michael, um, about AR, VR, maybe Apple glasses. And it sounded like earlier in the year that maybe this might be the year where they would finally unveil either the device or maybe more about the operating system or how it would work so the developers could get busy. But then over the last month or so, it feels like the balloon, the you know, the air's come out of the balloon and we're probably not going to get anything along those lines this year. Uh, there, I don't think there's any way. Uh, there's, there's too many, there's too many problems with the with the supply and the production chain and if you're going to let yeah. something go that's the thing you're not gonna you know yeah. if you got to shift resources around it doesn't matter if it comes out this year or next year and i right. think that i think we're gonna apple's gonna kick that can down the road for another probably another 12 months because <laughs> it's like if you look at the mac now with the lockdowns in china and you know now that's starting to slip like it's it's still a daily issue for a company like Apple that has to ship million, millions of products a day, it's it's a problem. And mm-hmm. they need to focus on the products that they have announced, not the ones that they haven't announced. I'm glad you mentioned that because I was surprised to see I, that just this week that like you know people ordering new Macs yeah. now are looking at delivery right around the time WWDC yeah, starts. a couple of weeks. Like early yeah. June. Yeah. You know, it's not two to three weeks. It's like six to eight weeks. And yeah. I mean, it th- it felt like things sort of improved a little bit, but then I it guess it did, the and then it went back again. Yeah, the lockdowns in China really yeah. screwed things up. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a good point. You know, you don't want to launch a new product when you can't be sure you can deliver it. That's a yeah. shame. Sure. And it's also whatever that product entails, production-wise, requires a whole new assembly line. Yeah. And it's just I don't think that that's something that Apple is going to really deal with right now. I mean, now we might see more hints of it in iOS, which we've seen over the course of the last several years with um, AR and maps and things like that. So there will be pieces of it that will make sense once this, uh, I think the rumor is that it's called Reality OS, which makes sense, I guess, sure. Or Apple Reality. That's what Mike Elton is calling it on. Uh, yeah, 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 I mean, we can we can call it things. Um, <laughs> they are Apple Reality. Yeah. But um, I, I would be shocked if Apple unveils that whole platform sure. at WWDC. Sure. Um, I mean, well, then kind of on the hardware note, obviously, like this is it's a developer focused event. You know, the focus is probably going to be on the operating systems. But I know in the past there have been hardware announcements, um, you know, chiefly the Mac Pro. The Mac Pro is due for uh, an Apple Silicon refresh. Uh, the Mac Pro um, 20, correct me if I'm wrong, 10, 2019 was the last one, I think, when they unveiled that with the, with the Pro Display XDR. That sounds right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty sure. That sounds right. It shipped in, in December of that, yeah. this, the same year. It didn't ship for a while. Before that, HomePod uh, 2017, we got to look at that. That didn't ship till the following February. And then there was the, the the circular trash can Mac Pro in 2013 also didn't ship later in the year. So um, it's not out of the realm of possibility that Apple releases something new. There are a lot of Macs rumored to release in 2022. And we're, we're getting to around halfway through the year now. By the time WWDC comes, it'll be just about six months in. Yep. So we got that M2 chip. We got the MacBook Air. We got the Mac Pro. That's the last one of the of the transition is the high-end Mac mini also still has Intel processors that could get an M1 pro. So there are, there are machines that could announce at WWDC or, 
you know, also at other times or in the fall. But mm. there's a lot in the way of Macs that are going to come out this year in addition to iPad Pro, iPhone 14, Apple Watch 8. None of those are going to come. I don't think maybe iPad, but I doubt it. Another rumor, I, uh, the uh, real quick, and this is tangential, Julia. Just indulge me for a That's second. That's all right. I saw something about the iPhone 14 that, that maybe the periscope, the long-awaited periscope lens, might now be bumped to next year. Yeah, it is definitely bumped to next year. That's Apple's thing. Okay. They're not going to give you two camera upgrades in one year. That ain't happening, Ken. You're right. getting the 48 megapixel camera, and you'll be happy with it. And next year, you'll be happy with the, with the 20X Periscope. Periscope. I'm not buying this year. Uh -huh. not you really need to take that many zoom shots between, I between want the now and 2023. I want the Periscope <laughs> camera. To yeah. zoom yeah, in, you know. Particularly, um, so Samsung started this, uh, they, they call it Space Zoom, and it's 100X, which is absurd. Yeah. But their 30x zoom and 50x zoom has, has gotten really good over the last i think it's been three three generations like three or four years, years right 2020 and 20 22 i believe yeah and at first it was ridiculous like it was blurry you couldn't keep it steady but they, they've gotten really good at it and that's the thing apple doesn't iterate in public mm -hmm. so they're like they probably had a periscope lens with the iphone 11 but they weren't happy with it. They're not going to ship something that is wonky. Well, that's not totally true. The studio display was a little wonky, but yeah. that, that's different. <laughs> they're not well, they're, everybody's allowed one, you know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think, I think next, that'll be the big upgrade um, next year. But the, uh, we won't talk about the iPhone 14, but there are lots of things in the iPhone 14 sure. that are intriguing. Sure. We'll come back. We can come back to that one later. Sure. Or two weeks ago or something. Yeah. So it's a, I think like, it seems like anything hardware related is a, it's a hard maybe. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's solid. I wouldn't be surprised either way. Okay. The last couple of years we've gotten nothing. Well, when but was the original, well, not like it wasn't a physical product, but it was, wasn't it? 2020 where there was the actual like apple silicon announcement the, the announcement yeah. okay that was that was 20 yeah 2020 yeah where they said yes we're going to switch transition to apple silicon is what mm -hmm. they Over said. we didn't know anything about the m1 yeah they what they did was they gave developers an ipad pro in a in a in a mac mini basically and said here work with this get your apps up to speed because it was based on the same architecture but there was no indication of what it was going to be how fast it was going to be how, how the ram worked any of that stuff they just announced because that they had to developers had to be ready you can't switch to a new chip if none of the apps are native so they they wanted you know they wanted to give developers enough time that's not the issue here at least i don't think it is with like you know the, the m2 chip like okay it's just another one or the mac pro the mac pro is interesting because it's that whole modular aspect so we don't know how that's going to work. I would be very surprised if they offered PCIe slots. But then again, the people that they're selling to need them. So I, I don't really know what the Mac Pro looks like. And they gave that real kind of enticing tease at the end of the last event. Um, John Turnus said, and that, so now the, M, the M1's finished. And that leaves us with one Mac left, the Mac Pro, but that's for another day. Like, you know, just like really like, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Don't worry. We, we got something special planned. So, we haven't forgotten you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's, I don't, I can't imagine anyone's buying one now because it's $6,000 and you're, yeah. you're locking yourself into an old outdated system. We're in a cul-de-sac. Yeah, yeah. You don't sure. want to do that. Unless no, you, just, like something breaks and you absolutely, absolutely have to have, have something and you're a big company and, you, and it's, it's just a, a, a write-off. Mm -hmm. But 
Otherwise, you know, that computer, it's, it's always been the one that everyone was like, well, that's interesting. What are they going to do there? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'd love to get a look at that. That's, I mean, that's the stage to do it. Yeah, right, right, right. Because that's really... Even if, even if it doesn't ship till December, like that's where, that's the, that's the captive audience that wants to know about that stuff. Yeah, totally. So switching back to operating systems, I think we got a good overview of like sort of what to expect. Any specific, like, um, I don't know. Do you have any, and Mike, I feel like this is, primarily maybe a question for you like wish list items on when it comes to os upgrades yeah, i know you guys I, talked I, about I, I got, iP- ipad and i feel like yeah. ken that's more up your alley differentiating ipad mike go yeah go ahead i, I mean want hear, I, want I, want, I want more native uh, more um default apps to be able to switch right now it's just safari and and mail is it i want you know, music, I want podcasts, I want to be able to switch the apps that and not always go to, to Apple apps. I want way more control over my home screen. The widgets are nice, the app library is nice, but we're still stuck on that grid, which is, an, which is frustrating. I want interactive widgets. Right now, they're just pictures, basically. Like before, when they were in the notification summary, which was terrible, but that interface... Like there was a calculator you could tap and stuff. Like now you tap it and it goes to the app. They're just they're just fancy shortcuts. They're fancy icons. So I want to be able to have a widget on my screen and like interact with it. Like all right, Apple Music is a great example. The widget doesn't have a play button. Like there's no there's no now playing. You got to click it and go into the app and then press play or pause or whatever you want to do. I see what you on mean. On Android, the Apple Music widget is a is a functional widget. Like you can press play pause and skip to the next track and stuff Mm -hmm. um always on display i'm desperate for that that's been a staple on android phones for like a decade and a half and what that is is so in the lock screen like i'll show you right now and is that is that like like. a chiefly is isn't always on display is that chiefly software or is that like a combo hardware software okay it's well it it, it doesn't require an oled display but it it helps a lot because if if you do it with an lcd it's going to really gonna kill your battery, battery light because yeah. you have to light up every single pixel. <laughs> sure. So they're not going to bring it to the iPhone 11, the iPhone XR, or anything before that. But iPhone 10, iPhone 10s, iPhone 10s Max, 12, 13, 11 Pro, those are all OLED screens. Mm-hmm. So what you can do with OLED is light up individual pixels. So if you're an always-on-display shows time, date, notifications, maybe some controls, but 85% of the screen is black. And the ones that aren't blocked are very dim. Mm-hmm. So what it does is it allows you to glance over at your phone and see the, the time. Like, it's great in bed. Like, I have, a, mm-hmm. I have a stand next to my bed. I look over at 6.23 in the morning and it thing's black. I got to cap it to see the time. And it drives me nuts. Burn your, like, burn your retinas. People anyway. argue that there's a battery life hit. And yeah, it does. A couple percent. Apple does it with Apple Watch really well without sacrificing battery life they can do it you know they can do it do you think they the just concern there with the screen is that they're worried about burn-in there's no burn in. Nope. not gonna happen not gonna happen right. you would have to use that thing for about five years for it to burn in people don't okay. keep their phones that long and it's, it's it has never been an issue on an android phone there's not gonna be an issue here if you're really concerned have it have the time flash and and bounce around it's the only time Burning was an issue with like plasma screens like 20 years ago. It's not a problem. There's there's nothing there's nothing to worry about. Dating myself here. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's there's no burning. There's no battery life hit. It's just a frustrating thing that Apple refuses to give us. And I'm looking at my phone right now on this table and it's black and it drives me crazy. <laughs> so 
that is the number one thing that I want. And now I don't think they're going to bring it to iOS. I think they're going to bring it to either the iPhone 14 or iPhone 15 and make it a hardware phone thing. Sure. They'll put a couple extra milliamp hours in the battery and say it's the iPhone 14 feature or an iPhone, which is very frustrating. But, you know, that's Apple's thing. Sure. They sure. want you to keep buying new phones, I think. Yeah. I, think that's, I think that's their strategy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything really that you're dying to see, Ken, before we wrap up? I know you, you talked a little bit about the um, iPad stuff, I know. Yeah, you know, I, no, I, I actually, I think Mike sort of covered things. It, it's not right. software related, but I would still like to see 5G on some of Apple's laptops down the road. But yeah, um, uh, that's not happening. Okay. Year, I don't think. But yes, well, I think once. In conclusion, you know. So once the Apple design modem rolls out, that changes sure. everything. Okay, yeah, mm -hmm. that makes sense. And Again, I it's not software, but that could software. happen. Um, I think it's supposed to happen with next year's phone. Okay. It'll, it'll obviously be in the iPhone first because it's more important there, and then it'll get to the iPad. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a dart and say March 2024, we will see our first 5G Mac. All right. Or MacBook Pro, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah whatever Great. it is. Okay. Wait, right. one one more feature before okay. we end all this. Right. All right. I'm sure we'll have another one of these sessions before WWDC. But so Apple has a studio display. Oh. And Apple has an iPad Pro, and they work together. Sure. Why, when I plug in the iPad Pro to any display, it only mirrors and it cuts off the, the, the display in like a square. It is the most frustrating, horrible user experience I've ever seen. I want to be able to plug in an iPad and get a desktop-like interface. Full yeah, screen. well, for one, a full mm -hmm. screen, but also a different sort of interface. Like I have a, I have a Pixel Slate here. When I connect it to a keyboard, I use it as a tablet. The interfaces are different. All the stuff is the same. Or uh, Samsung has a Dex uh, desktop thing yep. where you can plug your phone into a, a, a you know USB C. Yeah. And you get you get a different interface because you're sitting at a desk. You're doing things differently. That's my my number one. Well, maybe not because I also want multiple users and stuff. But my 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 my, my near number one is a proper proper external monitor support, even if you limit it to just the iPad Pro. I think that with universal control and the things that people are doing now, now that you're selling a, a consumer display, a consumer-ish display, like that is a huge thing that's missing from the iPad. Agreed. All right. Good. Well, thank you both so much. I think that was a really good overview. And to your point, Mike, probably as more comes out, we, we will probably be revisit yeah. this topic at minimum, like after it actually happens. I mean, so. what, what else are we going to talk about? <laughs> now and then? So thank you both so much. And thank you all so much for watching this episode of Today in Tech. If you like this video, you can give it a thumbs up. And if you're watching on LinkedIn, you can head over to our YouTube channel, IDG Tech Talk, like the video over there, subscribe to the channel and hit the bell icon so you're notified every single time we post a new video. If you have any questions, comments things that we didn't get to um, that are outstanding please do let me know in the comments below and i'll do my best to get back to you thanks again for watching and we'll see you next time this podcast is produced by idg communications incorporated